So here we are. It's the first day of 2021. We did it. 2020 is over. Here we are. Um, if that helps you mentally, we can move forward or whatever. Um, I uh, stayed up last night. We stayed up last night and had probably way too much Red Bull and uh, queso. And we chilled out. We watched uh, Vikings for a little bit. We love that show. We were just starting that. I haven't talked about that yet. Uh, we're still in like the first few episodes. So we're still kind of like getting our feet wet in it. Um, we were basically just kind of wasting time. We actually went on a Walmart run and walked around Walmart for a little bit. Uh, saw some fireworks. There were a ton of fireworks going on outside of our house last night. And I I really enjoy thanks or uh, Thanksgiving. I really enjoy Tennessee for this very specific thing is the fact that they can um, fire off massive, massive fireworks all year round. Um, and it's not like in Colorado. In Colorado, you can't really, at least when I was living there, you couldn't shoot off the ones that even went up in the air at all. They were illegal um, because they start fires everywhere. Actually, in my hometown, they did a fireworks show and it started a fire. <laughs> so, like, that's why they don't have them there because uh, they start fires everywhere. So can you imagine, like, the professionals that were doing it, that were setting up the show and running the show started a fire, let alone... Uh, Jim, your next door neighbor that's had one too many PBRs, uh, it's just not great. Like, it's just not a good idea, especially in Colorado. Um, but there was a fire there. That was pretty funny. I saw that and I just thoroughly enjoyed that. I really, really did enjoy that. Um, yeah, so we were uh, out watching fireworks from our front porch and from the Walmart parking lot, and it's fun. The professional grade fireworks shooting off of some <laughs> from somebody's backyard is always like really cool. I honestly don't know where these people are getting them. Um, I was asking Jeannie because I was like, where like I just don't understand like where they're getting these from. She's like, Yeah, they probably sell them all year round somewhere. And I was like, I've not seen that. I've not seen any evidence of them shooting off fireworks anywhere. And I wanna know why. Like I mean, selling fireworks anywhere. And I want to know, like, are all these people getting them in, like, July for, like, July 4th? And then they're just stockpiling and holding them? So they've just got, like, a closet full of, like, professional-grade fireworks? Like, is that the thing that everybody's doing that I don't know? Like, I'm in this game, like, I'm pretty new in the, like, realm of fireworks because I just don't understand um, how they work honestly like we have the little fireworks and that's what I've grown up with my whole life but here it's like there's no rules I mean for multiple reasons but there's no rules as far as fireworks and I just want to know like are you guys going and buying them like two days ago somewhere where I don't know where it is or are you like stockpiling in July and then holding them which I'm a little bit more impressed with if you're just like holding them for like four or five months uh, would that be five months? Yeah. If you're holding them for five months, I appreciate and I value your patience. Um, it, it, that is a gift in itself that you can have professional grade fireworks in your house and you're not trying to, uh, take any opportunity to shoot them off. Like I would be, um, I would be trying to find any 
moment of significance to shoot those fireworks off. It could be like, you know, my dog died five years ago or something. And it's like, well, like, this is the anniversary of my dog dying. Like, we're going to fire this off, uh, scare all the neighbors, and they're going to call the police because uh, it sounds like an explosion. Uh, cannon fire. Um, really funny. I think that would be actually really funny. But, like, I would not be uh, able to hold off and not shoot those fireworks off at at any at any moment I could be doing this. Even if I was just annoyed and I needed to just blow off some steam, guess what I'm doing? I'm blasting the fireworks. Professional-grade fireworks, that sounds like so much fun. Um, so if you're in Tennessee, let me know where you're getting them or if you're stockpiling them. Um, either way, it's impressive. I, I value it and I appreciate it. Uh, so Jeannie and I finished Vikings, like I was saying, and it was about 11, it was about 11.30 or so. Um, so we were like, all right, let's turn something on, uh, see what's going on. So we watched what everybody else watches and we've been watching for decades now, which is, uh, Dick's Clark, Dick Clark's, um, New Year's Eve, rocking New Year's Eve or whatever. Uh, this one's with, I mean, the last handful of years has been with Ryan Seacrest since, uh, Dick Clark, uh, was having those health in like health problems, like handful of years ago. And then Ryan Seacrest took over, um, we were actually really impressed with how Ryan Seacrest looks, honestly, because the last time I've seen him, I haven't seen him in like a like a couple years, honestly. Um, and I think he's like thickened out a little bit, like he's gotten a little bit more round in the face. It looks like he's sleeping. He's just kind of chilling. He just actually looks healthy for the first time. He's not like amped up on like Ridlin. He just like you know like that Ryan Seacrest, like da-da, like he's just like his face is super stiff. Like no, he was just. It felt like he was just kind of like vibing, like he's just like Ryan Seacrest, like just chilling. And I just really appreciated that. I appreciated seeing him like that. That was really, uh, <laughs> it was actually really refreshing to actually see him just like chilling. Um, but I just have to talk about the production because to me, it was just absolute cringe fest. For the 30 minutes between 11.30 and midnight uh, that I watched. I couldn't, I was actually completely stunned that anybody decided, you know what, this is a good idea to put on television. Uh, because Ryan Seacrest only showed up in that half an hour. He only showed up one time. He showed up there for about 15 seconds. And then they went to a commercial. But the two, the two people that were like kind of the hosts of the show were absolute like wet blankets. Um, uh, the guy that was running it, the guy that was like one of the co-hosts was just so extra to me. And it was just like, cool, like you can be like, you can be like, do whatever you want to do, but like just being extra and you're the only ones there, like was just so weird. Like it didn't even make sense. Like you're watching Times Square and it's got, they got confetti and like all this stuff set up all over the place nobody's nobody's there it's completely empty like they're trying to make it look like oh like this is a party thing and it's just like the only people in the background they're literally showing this live on tv so they're like sitting there talking the girl's talking she's just wearing like this red pea coat and she's just like she looks nice whatever she's trying her best to do her thing and the guy on the other hand i'm not sure where he's from honestly i have no idea never seen him before but he's dressed like corella Deville. And just being extra. 
And it was just so weird. And then you've got in the background, you've just got like five or six, like, I don't know who they are, staff members, crew members, whatever they were. They're just standing around in a circle, just like kicking confetti around. And you could see it like in the background. And there's nobody there. It's dead silent. There's no like, they had no audio piped in or anything like that. Like they were trying their best uh, to not be uncomfortable and try and make it feel bigger or better than it was but it was just it was just a like complete cringe fest um we there was somebody that was uh performing i can't remember his name let me actually try to look real fast i'm trying to look um because i i searched his name but i can't remember what it was um lewis capaldi he was um performing and that's the first time I've ever seen him. I don't know if he's like a big deal. Honestly, I've done a horrible job of keeping up with uh, the music industry this year outside of it just being shut down and my world being completely shut down. Um, I've done a horrible job. So I don't know who this guy is. He's English, uh, but dude can sing. Like I was just like blown away by this guy's voice. Like so, so good. Um, very happy with that. But the room that he was performing in was just it was this massive room and you could tell it was this massive room but it was just like he was the only person in the room there was like six seven other people in this room and they were trying really hard to make it look like this like like this fun elaborate thing and it was just like one this guy is singing like a piano ballad and so you've got the piano player and then <laughs> singing this piano ballad and then you've got people that are like basically like hired models basically to just kind of look good on camera and look like they're super engaged um trying to get along with this like piano ballad thing that's happening and make it look like some it, I don't know it was just very uncomfortable and but I was like completely loving this guy's voice like that was the redeeming factor of all of it. Um, and then I was like, no, like I can't like I can't keep doing this. There's got to be another thing that we could watch. So Jeannie was like, you know what, let's uh, switch over. There is a, um, a local Nashville show um, that they do for New Year's Eve. I'm not sure where they were doing it at, um, but they were like, yeah. So we switched over. Um, we we're like, OK, like I can't. Um, so we switched over, get some local talent on the TV um, no, no offense to Moon Taxi. They were the ones that were playing. Um, they are like a, uh, Nashville. I don't know. They're like super popular in Nashville. They're kind of like a Nashville gem and they were performing. And again, no offense to them, but they looked very, very uncomfortable up there. And they were, I mean, they were trying their best. I don't know how much they've performed at all this year. Um, outside of probably doing a bunch of like live streams or whatever they're doing. Uh, but like you could tell, like it was very strange. They were like visibly uncomfortable on the stage. They're in a massive, massive room. There is literally nobody in this room. They're playing to an entirely empty room. So they're trying to like mime like, oh, like we're playing to this crowd. Uh, but every single one of them you could see on the stage was a little bit stiff. And every single one of them was like focusing on a like a very specific point 
um, off camera or like behind the camera um, to try and make it look natural, but they weren't blinking. And I don't know if like that's a thing that they, <laughs> I don't know if that, I've never met those guys. Like we, we've kind of come across them in different, in different ways in, in Nashville, but um, I don't, they like, no, they weren't blinking. Like they were like all, every single one of them was like so focused on the thing. And they had moments where it was like, okay, like they're settled, like they're playing, like they're kind of going through jam fest and kind of just being within themselves. And there were moments of that where they were very, very comfortable and you could see that. But most of their performance was they were just, at least to me, visually uncomfortable. Um, and you could you could see it like they were they were trying so hard. They were trying so hard. And I don't know the production team. I have no idea who the production team was with that. Um, but the camera angles just weren't working. Um, they were they were completely obsessed with showing this one shot side stage of uh, these Jack Daniels barrels and the couple Jack Daniels bottles on top. Like I get like it's a sponsor or something, but they were just going to this shot. Like it felt like a panic move. Like they were like, oh, we've just gone through the two shot, like the two shots we've used, which was like way too close tied up on the singer. It was like way on his face, like way too close. He's a guitar player. Or it was like wide stage. And then it like showed the stage, but they were like, how they were set on stage was like not balanced. Like it wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't symmetrical even to the camera. So it was like a little bit of a mess. Um, Oh, there's my cat. There she goes. You saw her a little bit in the, t like her, you saw her tail. Uh, she's probably going to dig out of there. There she goes. She's going to try and dig out of here. There she goes. Adios cat. There's my cat. Uh, it's been a while since she's been in a video. Um, but yeah, they kept going back and forth between these shots. And and then the sound was just not great. And I know like it I mean it was super clean. Like you could hear everything and that's like the point, right? Like you can hear every instrument, you could hear every layer, but there was just no no filler there. Like there was no there was no reverb, no any kind of sounds of like delay, anything that was like not already like in their tracks. You, I don't know if they were playing with tracks. They should have been uh, to kind of fill in the void there. Um, but it was just dry signal. And you can tell like there are some there are some places that will just do that when they're recording live, like on TV or doing like live stream. And they'll just do the dry signal straight from the board and be like, now nah, that's good. And it's like, no, like these guys need a little bit of help because what they were hearing in their ears was completely different than from what I was hearing. And you could tell, um, I don't know. It was just like very uncomfortable. And then they did like this, uh, it was right before it was right before midnight. We're still watching. We're still watching the Nashville thing, by the way, I'm going to flip. We're going to flip back. Believe me. Um, so they had two, two people that were hosting the Nashville thing. And, uh, they were super uncomfortable. They were just side stage. So Moon Taxi finished their song and they were the last song. And then they came and they were like, oh, like this was great, blah, blah. We have a word from somebody that's super important or something. And then they went to the Preds announcer um, and he did this like super weird video that was like basically saying Happy New Year. But he was doing it in like his like weird, like animated Preds voice. 
and it was just like so like I don't know. It was very uncomfortable to watch. And like they kept the video going, so he's like, blah blah, like the natural predators, and thank you, happy new year. And he like held it. And then they cut. And it was like, what? Oh my gosh. And then they were like, yeah, like they tried to recover. They were like, oh, like that was great. Um, and I was like, all right, like we're switching out of this. I'm not celebrating the new year with this. And Moon Taxi is meanwhile in the background, like of this live shot happening. Moon Taxi is in the background and they are un- they are taking down their st- like they're unplugging their gear live on stage. They didn't like get off stage like they're straight up like trying to unplug all their gear and take all their stuff off stage while we're like minutes away from <laughs> New Year's. And I was just like, OK, like I can't do this. So we flopped back over. We went back over to Dick Clark's uh, New Year's Eve and they're back to Times Square and we've got um, Noah, is it Noah Cyrus, Miley Cyrus's sister? She was doing a performance. I think she's talented. You know you know that I love Miley Cyrus. Um, I'm a huge fan of Miley Cyrus. And so, like, I know Noah Cyrus. And she was great. She was fantastic. You can tell. It is really interesting how you can start to tell, like, being here, that Nashville has a very, very specific uh, sound and musicality. And I could sit there and listen to like what they were playing and how they were playing and even the tones that they were using. And I was like, no, like this band is from like these guys are like Nashville guys like you can hear it. uh, But they're super polished, uh, but they've got a very specific like minute sound that like most people wouldn't wouldn't pick up on. But they got some she had some pretty nice, pretty nice Nashville guys going on. But she was trying to do her thing. Uh, again, the room was empty and she's like doing her thing, uh, the best way that a Cyrus can to an empty room or anybody can, or most people. Um, and she finished the song, she sang the song and then the, like the band did this like outro thing that kind of like diamond or whatever diamond out. And she was walking off the stage. Like she like sang her thing and like straight stage right like she's (laughs) like she's done like she's done on stage like she's out like she was way off stage before like they had even finished like finished with this um so that was funny uh they cut they went back to um I don't know what they were doing they were talking about going from Times Square and they finally cut to uh they were like, yeah, we're at it. We're done with Times Square. And they went to New Orleans. And I don't know why. I don't know whose idea that was for them to go to New Orleans. Uh, but it was a bad idea. And then they did this like 80s video thing. Um, I don't I don't know. I didn't even know what song it was. In Vogue played. I don't know why In Vogue. They, they performed as well. And I was like, oh, my God. I haven't heard of In Vogue since... 1995 like what in the world are we like I didn't know if they were just having trouble like getting artists to want to play for this um because when In Vogue starts coming out and starts performing their songs and I'm like what like this is this is weird like this is like it's not even like throwback this is like you guys were really scraping the barrel here for for artists 
Like, I don't know what is going on with this New Year's. Um, and then they went to um, they went to New Orleans. So they did the ball drop, but it wasn't like the ball drop. It was, um, I don't even know what that logo is. The logo for the Saints. Um, and they did the drop, blah, blah, blah. It's dropping. They're doing the countdown. And Happy New Year comes. And there's only two people. The only two people there are the co-host or the hosts that I was talking about earlier. They're the only two people. And then you've got this guy that starts playing uh, this song. He starts playing some Happy New Year song, whatever. And he's playing this like ballad version of the piano, but it's just like to encapsulate like New Orleans culture. And it was like, what in the world? This like slow, weird thing. So they're the only three people like standing there. And it's just silent. There's like, no, <laughs> like, I don't know what was going on. It was so weird because I just want. Th- There's one thing that I we all watch uh, the New Year's Eve celebration for. We watch it for Times Square. We watch it for the ball drop. Duh. We watch it for the thousands and thousands of people on Times Square. There was none. There was None, actually. They were just crew members just kicking confetti around to each other on live television. And then they cut to New Orleans because they had some sort of ball thingy that was not a ball. um, Because New York was like, we're not setting up a ball. We're not doing it. It's too hard. Um, I I don't get it. Even though they set up like six blocks of like fake party and did the confetti. Like this perfect layer of confetti for five blocks. And they like they couldn't do it. Like I don't know why they couldn't do the ball. It didn't make it doesn't make any sense. Um, they cut to New Orleans, but then what you're listening for is uh, Frank Sinatra. Um, what is this song? Is it called New York? But you guys all know the song I'm talking about. Let me try and let me try and find the name of the song uh, because it's like um, New York, New York. That's the song that we're all looking for from Frank Sinatra. Um, And they didn't play that song. So it was just like silent. There was no crowd noise piped in. It was just the two people hosts standing there awkwardly with each other because they clearly don't get along with each other. And then the piano guy playing some ballad version of I don't know what I don't know what song he was singing. I just was like. I can't watch this. Like, this is so weird. Jeannie and I shut it off, like, immediately. This is, like, 12.02. I'm trying to absorb all of this cringe fest at this, at the, as much as I can until we flipped over. And I was like, okay, like, we're shutting this off. And I put on New York, New York, New York from Frank Sinatra. And uh, we went from there. Uh, so we were <laughs> redeemed. Thank you, Frank Sinatra, because I couldn't deal with what, what was going on either a in Nashville for their New Year's thing, or in New York slash New Orleans for their New Year's thing. It's just very weird, and it's amazing how how strange all of these things feel when there's no there's no crowd, and like even like the host that they chose was like Jesus, like they must they must have been having a hard time like finding people to do all of this, and I I don't know why. Um, especially for, for Nashville, like, it just feels like, 
it almost feels like it would have been better just to not do something or just kind of do some like very stock generic kind of thing rather than like go through all the effort of what you did and have it just be this like complete uncomfortable like cringe fest all night and it didn't make it doesn't make any sense to me like I don't know just a weird night I think it was a weird night um but the rest of the night was great so I'm really happy with the rest of the night that we had it was just like those few moments of like whoa like uh we got to reset here we got to reset uh but here we are in 2021 um I hope you guys had a great night last night Whatever you're doing, whoever you're hanging out with, I hope you are feeling okay today. Um, I feel great. Um, we're just going to be hanging out today. Um, there's not really a whole lot happening. Um, most of Nashville is still like is uh, pretty closed down, uh, but there's not really much to do anyways here. So it's not like uh, we're just missing out on a ton of activities. Um, outside of music, this place is kind of a, uh, a dead zone. And that's okay. We knew that when we moved here. That like it's a very singular focused town, uh, which is fantastic. Um, but yes, twenty twenty one. I have a lot of things uh, that I'm going to be doing over the next uh, handful of days, probably over the weekend, and doing and shooting a lot of videos. I'm going to do a video, um, start shooting a video over all of my gear, and I was talking about it. Um, so it's going to be all my gear. I have like a lot of stuff that will help a lot of podcasters, I think, if you're just starting out. Um, I think that will be a great thing to do. I'm going to do another Mars Blade video. Um, I don't know. I'm very excited. Um, I'm actually mostly excited, if I'm completely honest, with this uh, Soyuz launcher that I've been talking about. I just got a few days ago, and my audio is absolutely stunning. It is absolutely stunning. Um, what a great little booster. This is that, that little piece of equipment, equipment, um, that I've got. And thanks to, uh, my subscribers, by the way, for getting that for me and purchasing that for me, uh, with your monthly subscriptions. That really means a lot. Um, that is an absolute game changer. Um, because it, ma like it fixes all my volume problems on YouTube and on, uh, all my platforms that I'm list like, uh, uploading to Facebook or Instagram or um, any of my straight audio stuff, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever. It just balances all that out. It gives it like a, it gives it a volume boost and gives my voice a little bit of color um, and does some little things to kind of tweak uh, EQs a little bit. It makes it a little bit more smoother and add a little bit more character. So that's absolutely been a game changer for me. And if you don't believe me, like go back, go back, listen to this video and then go back like three videos and listen to the difference in the sound and the audio. And the volume of the audio is absolutely massive. Um, it is a huge difference. And you'll see it. Like you'll hear it um, in the volume that you, I mean, even just on your phone. Just have to like up and down, up and down, up and down. It's, it's very drastic. You can be as full volume, at full volume like three or four videos ago. And it's still, you know, pretty quiet. But like now it's like, okay, like that's, that's where the volume should be. Um, and I'm very, very, I'm so pumped about that. Um, it gets me like to a ground level. Um, so it's one less thing I just have to worry about. I can just kind of do the thing. And now I have all the stuff that I probably need for a long time. And, 
I'm just going to do a video about it. all my gear, everything that I'm using top to bottom, how you can set it up, how I'm setting it up. And uh, that's all. Um, but yes, it's Friday. Um, again, nothing's going on. I'm not going to go skate today. Can you check out this hat? Jeannie got me this hat for Christmas. It's Hattie B's. It's like the best chicken place here in Nashville. Well, I don't know if it's the best chicken place, but it's like, it's the most popular, but it probably is the best like hot chicken place in Nashville. That's not a mom pop shop. Um, you get some really great mom and pop chicken places here. Uh, but as far as like a, like a chain, Hattie B's has the best like hot chicken in Nashville. It's like not even close. Um, of all the chains here. Um, she got me this hat for Christmas. It's pretty dope. It's the first time I'm wearing it. So I hope you guys enjoy that. If you're ever here in Nashville, go to Hattie B's. It's fantastic. Um, I wish they would pay me to say that, um, but they don't. Maybe one day we'll pray about it. They'll pray about it. Um, but yes, that's it. I will see you guys on Monday. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. I hope you have a great weekend. Uh, go Broncos. And K-bye. Okay,